everybody, what's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Dolph Ziggler's French Brain. And this is Women Wrestling Friends! <laughs> a podcast where women are friends and they talk about wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, Tamara. Yes, hi. Wrestling. <laughs> it's not actually a French Brain, and neither is this woman, Zeta. <laughs> Zeta, say hi to the people at home. Hi. To the people at home. This is Zeta, she's a professional wrestler. We actually, fun fact, had her on as a guest in the past. It was probably our best episode so we've great. ever had. Oh, this is the greatest episode. It was really good. And uh, when she left, I went to check the file and get everything squared away, and it had not recorded a single thing. Nothing. It was gone. Um, so we, we call that our lost episode, and so finally, we've got Theta here to recapture that lost magic. So hope you do a great fucking job. Thank you. No pressure. <laughs> I did shower today. I'm ready. Excellent. We've already, ready. 9 out of 10, we already, we're already getting it. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Fastlane, because it just happened, and we're actually almost on time for once. High five. Hey. To myself. I could have just high five you. There we go. Wash your hands afterwards, just in case. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about Fastlane, but first we're going to talk to Zeta for a little bit because she's a very interesting person and I love her a lot. So, that's our new interview noise. Uh, how did you get into wrestling? I got into wrestling randomly a couple years ago. I had uh, graduated from college, did my things I wanted to check off my to-do list in life, and then just thought I could always get a job with my degree. Um, I'm young, I just want to try random things. So. I went to a how to write a book workshop. I went to a bunch of random things, and uh, nope, not gonna that. Nope, not gonna that. <laughs> uh, somebody told me that there was a Santino's um, in LA, and you just I think in the Midwest, but I think wrestling um, mm -hmm. when you're not exposed to the indie scene. So um, just walked in, spoke to uh, Sylvia and Joey, and just realized it was uh, something that was accessible, and just kind of just showed up not knowing what's going to happen and it's kind of still that way. I'm still that little girl that fell into love with uh, wrestling and thinks of it as, as this magic. So mm -hmm. I just I just kind of show up and just the day that I think I really suck is well, the, the, the day I, I saw. <laughs> okay, well I hope you never feel that day. Um, how long have you been wrestling? Two years, but I don't really count it for two years because I was out on injury for about, took me out for about eight months. So that was injury that I so, witnessed? Yes. So, imagine my dismay when I'm like, first of all, my friend got hurt. So, first of all, already dismissed. Yes, yes. But second of all, the woman, ah! I know. T ten screws in a plate. Ah! So, I'm really cold in the winter, in case you're wondering <laughs> why, why I'm like bundled up. It metal is really cold. Um, they don't tell you that after surgery. They never remember to tell you anything important, mm -hmm. jerks. Um, so, we're, we're at a Brian Kendrick show, and, um, yes, Wrestle Pro Wrestling. And uh, was it off of the move where you were pushed up into the air like this? It was supposed to be a follow-away slam. And uh, just, you know, sometimes you could do everything right and things go wrong. Sometimes you can not do everything right and then something will go wrong. Um, so yeah, I just, I swore it was a muscle because I heard the tear or the, or the break. And I was like, no, 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 it's my muscle. It's my muscle. And uh, was lying out for a couple of minutes. I was like, oh, shoot, they're going to come for me. They, I'm, I've been out for a couple of minutes, not doing anything in this triple right. threat triple match. Threat and, uh, that was bad for people through hot dogs at us. Yes. Uh, I've talked about it before because I dodged every single one of those hot dogs because well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I after a couple minutes, uh, Laura James came for me and I just instinct kicked her, gave her a suplex and felt my bone move. <laughs> I was like, oh, it is not my muscle. Um, started to get really hot. The adrenaline can only do so much and uh, whispered in her ear, um, shattered my collarbone, you have to get me out. 
and uh, she, she got me out, and at that point, I couldn't even leave the ring on my own. I had to be carried out. I was so dizzy. My five feet, zero inches figure couldn't handle yeah, no, but it's <laughs> all, amazing. That, all that pain. Can I just tell you something? This five-foot woman broke her collarbone and still gave somebody a suplex. So it took a Michinoku drive. <laughs> you tell me again anything about women can't do this or can't do that, and I would be like, nip, 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 nip. Mm-hmm. just for you. Yes, tomorrow's going to hit you with the, this is what you're doing. <laughs> This is what I would prefer. Um, so, first of all, I was already upset because I'm like, oh shit, my friend is hurt. Like, she looks really hurt. And then, also like, god dang it. <laughs> we never get this episode recorded. So I'm so happy that you were healed and they could be on the show again. Selfish friendship. <laughs> so, uh, what's it like working with Brian Kendrick? It's a... Uh... It's a good sort of intimidating. I think there's just always a sense of just... Um, respect so uh, he's very accessible he's very cool he has a mind of his own in any conversation if you've ever had with him it's very interesting mm-hmm. um, he's out there <laughs> he's uh, he's, yeah he's just he's just a cool guy and he has a sense of humor so at the same time he's so accessible but there's always just this disrespect and I think it keeps a nice element for everyone to want to um, make him look good but also Im- represent what he loves so much about about the industry because he really does try to uh, Pundle that down to, to all of us. So for someone that's been around for so many years, and all the advice probably he has given for him to still really care about everyone and still give the advice in a genuine way like that, um, it's super, super, super an honor just to be uh, a student of his. So. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because um, these are the same questions that I asked Zeta the first time, and when I asked her that the first time, it was as someone who had only maybe waved or shaken hands with Brian Kendrick in passing, and now I'm on his show as well, as a valet. So it's just funny, in the wrestling world, like, it can be very open in some ways. Like, it can, you could really do a lot if you are in a place where there are opportunities or you're able to make opportunities. So I would also agree that Brian Kendrick seems always ready to share um, his knowledge and advice, and it's really awesome of him. Um, so... Do you have any favorite matches or awesome moments of yours so far as a wrestler? Because we talked about a big, scary, negative one. So what's a positive one that you've had? Um, you know, the good thing about wrestling is just you kind of just show up and always be prepared, and that happened for me. I was at the EWF anniversary show last year. Um, I debuted in a singles match with them because my debut debut was in WPW, but it was in a rumble, so kind of, kind of different. Um, just happened to be backstage, happened to, someone always told me, always bring your gear with you, be ready. It paid off for me. Um, awesome Kong, Amazing Kong, mm-hmm. WWE. Yes. I was uh, having a match with Rays, and then things changed. They added a couple people, uh, Maritza, Jeanette, and then they added me in it. So, bang, um, at that point I was, my debut was four months prior to that, because it was May 2017. <laughs> And I got to tag with with Awesome Kong um, at the EWF anniversary show, which is their biggest show of the year, of course, extravaganza. So uh, just it was random, and it was and it was awesome. And being able to get advice from a female was was really was different, and it was good. Um, what's a, like really awesome to me is I saw that picture, and I was just like, she got to be with Awesome Kong. Uh, she's also awesome mm-hmm. Karma, I think. Karma, is what she was. Yes, yes, yeah. And she. Uh, she was in Glow, I believe. Yeah, the, she looks yeah. so different that I'm yeah. saying I believe. No, I was like, <laughs> her. Like, there was a, a nice 80s of like, like, like curl flip yeah. thing yes. happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. She was great. She was. She was. Awesome. I really enjoyed her. I'd like to see more of her. Well, fairly. 
keep it going. <laughs> um, so what has been, um, I feel like I probably know the answer to this, but I'll ask just in case, what has been your biggest challenge as, uh, as a being a wrestler? What has been the biggest challenge? You know, when I walked into just Santino's and randomly thought I want to be a wrestler, um, I thought my, my size or my experience, things like that would, would be the most challenging thing. Um, but I think to me, it's just being able to harmonize um, what's happening in wrestling at the same time, why I fell into love with wrestling, and then all the changes that's happening with wrestling, with WWE on a global level. Uh, so I think that's the hardest part for me is finding that balance because the indie scene is so different from the WWE product. So when you are, your goal is to travel the world or, or work for WWE, you want to prepare yourself to be able to deliver that product one day, but at the same time you want to stay current and you want to stay up to date with what's happening and the indie scene is so different. And then you want to put in what you love about wrestling, but at the same time you want to contribute to the magic, uh, why you fell in love with wrestling and recreate that. So I'm kind of putting all it together, but still being um, entertaining and likable uh, is, is the hardest part. And I think how mental wrestling is, is it was super surprising. Cause I was like, that's a calculus, I got this. <laughs> and then I've been wrestling, I'm like, this is so hard. Yeah. This is like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. You have, it, it uses everything, your mind, your body, everything. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely being able to balance all that is, is challenging. Absolutely, and I'm glad you said it. Cause I say that a lot. The wrestling was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. Um, but also that like, it's frustrating as someone who considers herself intelligent to be like, wow, I am foiled by my ability to remember these moves or to remember the spots or to like mentally tell, all right, the crowd is feeling this way, so they're gonna like react to this or that. Like, it's Being so a worker, much, yeah, yeah, it's so much work and you're like, I'm smart, why can't I figure it? Because it's hard, it is difficult. I got, re I got reduced to kind of that, uh, that kind of moment, because I I was like, I'm a big nerd, so I graduated like magna cum laude with college, I took a lot of pride with that, and I had a moment where I was just trying, trying, and wasn't getting something, and I, um, Brandon is a, is a Brian Kendrick's um, um, a, a assistant trainer, coach, so he's, he's always a, the right hand in class, um, but I was just getting so frustrated, I was like, how, how, 4.0, how, how, like, and I know I can't do I'm telling you, this leg, you do this, and you do this at that time, and this should happen. And I was just it's like, it's okay, you're wrestling. And I was like, oh my god. I'm very intelligent, and here I am yelling at my knees. Yes, it, it is. It's hard. It is. It's hard, yeah. Do you have a favorite move that you like to perform or to have performed on you, either way? Mm, you know, uh, I haven't had done in a match, but um, one of my classmates, uh, Fidel, Fidel mm -hmm. Bravo, um, EWF champion and mainstay, but he uh, does this. Mm -hmm. His hair is nicer than me sometimes. It gets me mad. He does this pendulum move where they get you not one is the pendulum, yeah. and I just you're like ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then ouch after. But uh, that's how could that not be a fun and from, I'm sure I have in the moment in matches I have. Uh, different moves but that yeah is a good one and then to give um, a suplex makes me feel big you know if I'm five feet zero inches so I'll take all the little ego I can get <laughs> so a makes me feel really good it's true it does feel like a very powerful move definitely mm -hmm. Um, and the leg drop. I don't know why I just I think I'm Hulk Hogan sometimes <laughs> and, just, and like to me I'm just 
I, I think I jump higher than I jump or like my leg is really gonna do something, but I just like feel so good yeah, <laughs> when I do a leg amazing. drop. I actually mm-hmm. just learned a leg drop. I'm not feeling that way about it yet. I'm feeling it like hurts I might hurt, it hurts my butt and also mm-hmm. I maybe don't have very good aim and should never do this to a living person. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Just, uh, oh, sorry. That was not, my ankle was not supposed to end up in your forehead. My bad. How um, did you end up rolled around in me and my stomach? I like, don't know. Why are we in a cobra clutch? I don't even. Uh, anyway, <laughs> do you have um, a favorite wrestler wrestling right now besides yourself? Um, like for WWE or for like the. Let's do both if you have both or whichever you have. Um, I think for WWE, he's not currently. Um, you know, it's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my favorites for different reasons. Like I really like like Regal and Benoit. You know, for different reasons. But I think the the part of me that um, wanted to really be in it and, and have it be fun was Chris Jericho because he has this ability to just um, gather people behind him, whether he's a heel or babyface, and just at any moment can just switch back and forth and. It just seems so natural, to, and uh, he, his character, I feel like he really inherits it in like different level, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's and I feel like with what he's doing, I mean he's he's already testament to that. He could go for years and years and years because he doesn't burn out his character in certain ways, and he leaves it so there's space to go somewhere and develop his character too. So I, I really he's one of he sticks out for that, and then um, obviously the reason I chose to train with Brian Kendrick is. Brian Kendrick, I, when you're a little girl watching the tag, mm-hmm. obviously he wrestles a lot different now and he's a bad guy, he's a heel, <laughs> the man with a plan. Um, the man with a plan. But even then his technique and then he just tells a story and he vibes off the crowd and I think he has a lot now that he's learned about longevity so he wrestles in that way. So as someone that happened to get injured really early on, um, I'm a lot more um, in tune to, to to like The Miz and, and Brian Kendrick and how they've been able to stay injury free or, well recently, you know, Kendrick had the, the, um, the surgery, but uh, besides that, for the last 20 years, him and like The Miz just safe, able to do it day in, day out, um, longevity, so that's yeah. kind of what I'm, what I'm thinking of. Interesting. Yeah, Chris Jericho, I hated him when he came out with that tiny ponytail, but I, he, like you said, that was a goal, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted yeah. me to hate that tiny body. It's sexy, you know. But he, <laughs> but he, he effortlessly guides the crowd to feel how he wants them to feel. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. definitely feel you on that one. Um, do you have any advice for women interesting, interested in becoming a wrestler? Um, yeah, I think that a lot of times... Um, women there's only certain roles that you can that are kind of like predisposed for you uh, um, in wrestling we only have maybe one or two examples to pull from and as much as wwe is a woman's revolution right now it hasn't quite trickled down on all levels to the extent that you think that it would be so i think that being yourself and having that be good enough is something that is so understated but missed a lot. I think a lot of times as women, we still are empowered in that we can do a lot of the same things guys can do as far as opportunities, but the conversation of um, agency and the freedom of choice are never part of that. So we exercise our power, but it's like, really, why did you make that choice? Like, if I want to be naked in the street, I have the right to be naked, but it's like, why do you want to be naked 
in the street, you know what I mean? Is it because you feel like that's the only one or two options that you have? And I think that that's never part of the conversation. So for me and like my character, my gimmick, there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to be, I feel like it's Halloween. It's mm -hmm. like always, it's sexy on top of front of whatever is uh, the, the gimmick for, for girls sometimes. Right. It's like sexy Ninja Turtle, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and even even the people that aren't, um, they're still coming out like, I mean, I'm still in a crop top, like come mm -hmm. on now, we, we still, uh, we're still a product of our society, so you, you, you're gonna reflect that. Um, but I think being able to be different and not walking into a role because you feel you have to, to be uh, objectified or see this sort of way or think that this is the formula, you can create kind of your own formula. And being you is good enough, and, and that goes a long way. And where, right. where, wherever that takes me, big or small, is what I'm gonna stick to for right. sure. So. Awesome, I think Chris Wolf is a good example of that right now. She's a wrestler uh, out of Japan, and she wears like long pants and a tank top, and she kind of dresses like B-Boy, actually, now that I think about it, like a very tiny B-Boy. And uh, she has a championship belt, so at least well, the one that I know of. So, you know, like Zeta said, if you are a woman interested in becoming a wrestler, don't be like me, who didn't try it because you thought, well, I don't have China's body and I don't have Sable's body, so I can't be a wrestler. Uh, if you want to do it, you should go do it. And do it your way. Exactly. And it is my way. Hey, Jamar, are you still over there? Yep. Cool. Hang on. Most of that wasn't. Listen. Sometimes I just like to listen to what <laughs> because it's interesting. Aw, well, me and interesting to my best friend. Okay, don't cry. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm just very emotional. So we watched Fast Lane, and that's clearly why I'm so emotional. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it felt nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a long, drawn-out sign for most of that. I oh, always forget to watch the pre-show. And, but then I went back and tried to watch it and realized I'm happy I didn't watch the pre-show because it was mostly talking. Yeah, it was only one match. I mean, I did appreciate Booker T talking because I always appreciate Booker T talking. Um, but it was really the three-on-three uh, Brizongo -three, uh, and Ty Dillinger versus Mojo Raleigh and... Um, Shelton and Chad. Yeah, I was going to call... <laughs> Uh, Biggie called Shelton um, old Jason Jordan one time, and it's messed up, and it's the, one of the funniest things. I was going to call him old Jason Jordan, and I had to stop myself. Um, oh, it was not a bad match. I always like Brazongo. They don't really let them be good that much anymore. You know what I mean? Like they, they're kind of there. Yeah, they were. They got squashed by. Yeah. So you know, it was, it was nice for them to be like kind of wrestling and like being good at it for a minute and a half. Um, it's interesting that they're putting Ty with them, and maybe it's because he has that um, giant collar. Do it, do the hand thing. Oh, yes. do it. There you go. <laughs> it's a ten. Uh, I I love his weird giant collar. It's like this like Flash Gordon being merciless type business. I actually almost want to put him with Natalia because they both have the little harness jacket. Yeah, hers is like getting wilder every, oh, every right? time. I love she it. She is like this like a weird space cat dominatrix and I'm here for all Sailor Moon kitty monster. Yes, 100%. She's pretty, yeah, she's pretty dominatrix yeah. for how vanilla she comes off, right? Like, <laughs> But I'm here for him. Yeah, she comes out. Those are the dangerous ones, they say, yeah. right? Behind those doors. You're so <laughs> nice and quiet, but you can't No, nope. She's a cat lady, so you know there's crazy inside of her. She's a freak. She's inside. She's um, it was a decent match. It was fine. I'm I'm not feeling Mojay Raleigh. They did get they did hit him with the 
Mojay. I was gonna let it ride. Mojay, but, uh, sorry. But this podcast Tyler, is coming from LA, so we say Mojay. We say Mojay in LA. Tyler is sitting off camera and his head snapped around at Mojay Rollins. So I had to say something. He's like, losing your credibility with the wrestling audience. This is how little I think of him. Right, like, I don't even feel like the second half of your name matters, honey. I just don't care. I like, I don't know. Him as a heel works, I guess. I just don't. I him as a heel. I just don't think they have a place for him right now, and it's just kind of. I would I would rather see him healing it up than uh, Baron Corbin. Yes, replace Baron Corbin with Mojo Raleigh, and you I mean, will have Baron Corbin as a as a as a face. No, no, just no, make just, him. Oh, oh, just, oh, oh, just, oh, oh yeah, was like, just just move. I mean, Baron you can't Corbin. have no face with a receding hairline. Just have some like sneak up behind him and just like. And then, like, drag him off, and then, like, a month later, he comes back with a shaved head and a whole new gimmick. I'd be about it. Just send him back to his wizard's tower. Okay, so uh, we started off a little hot with uh, Shinsuke and Rusev. Oh, yeah, that was... I saw a man die. (laughs) (laughs) Because Rusev hit him with this kick, and he flipped, and I swear to God, his head went three ways it shouldn't have been. And I was like, oh... He just landed, and I'm like, how did that even happen, Shinsuke? I know Shinsuke's fine because he's yes. made out of dreams and magic. But yes, like, yes. Also, I kept getting distracted throughout the match by his ability to turn his arms into, like, melty plastic oh, yeah. or whatever. So he, when he flops, he's, he doesn't just flop. His arms are like, boop, boop, I'm tempted to watch him after, like, a glass of wine. <laughs> I don't just know what I think about him. That's how I feel about I this. Know. Um, it's the only part that I don't like about... Um, because I I'm such a, a wrestling fan, and I don't I try not to wrestle for myself. I try to wrestle for for wrestling, <laughs> but you can't help but wrestlers analyze each other. Yes. And I'm nowhere who am I to knock them more? But I hate that my little brain say, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, that. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I just hate that they were mat wrestling, and I'm supposed to believe that Nakamura. Who's like this compared to Rusev? I easily countered this, and I I hate that because I just want to watch the match sometimes. Yeah, is it me or Nakamura? His kicks don't seem as vicious, or I wonder if they seem to be. I don't. They don't look like they hurt. Yeah, so I think it's because um, maybe he's learning to be safer now with WWE. I think it's because of our eyes. So tomorrow, what do you think about his kicks? Um, Do they look strong to you? They look strong often. I think that depending on who he's wrestling against, some of them he gets into there harder. And I also think they were a lot harder when he first got there than maybe they are now. They were like. I think he's trying to like balance because I know like in, you know in Japan like they're a hidden motherfucker like this is not like a, this is not a game like you know like they are much more in contact from the, from what I've seen it's like actual legit contact than you know WWE on average. So I think that that also is part of it. It's probably trying to balance, like, actually getting in some Just like how his eyebrow and shoulder balanced him <laughs> when he landed on both of them at the same time. Oof. Still magic. Um, Shinsuke yeah. ended up winning. but yes. I, So I was actually more like, huh, it's weird that they're doing mat wrestling and catch wrestling to start off a show. Mm-hmm. Our two big, strong Shinsuke and Rusev. A pay-per-view like, show. On yeah. a pay-per-view show, like, real wrestling. wrestling. I was just like, oh, I'm a little surprised by that. But wrestling do, is real. I do think you're right. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't forget kids. By the way. Yeah. Uh, if it you don't hurts. believe me, I'll put you it in hurts. something and you can see how <laughs> it feels. Um, I, I do think, though, that you're right, that when you know a little bit about wrestling, it becomes harder to just sit back and enjoy wrestling. 
And I think that's what a lot of like the critics in the wrestling scene complain about from the critics who have never been wrestlers or anything. Is like they're like, oh, you can't just enjoy a show anymore. And it's like, um, well, the internet exists now. We can watch YouTube videos now. We can see how things are supposed to look. And I do think it takes away a little of your ability to just relax and, you know, just watch these two beefy guys kick each other. I mean, I mean also just generally, <laughs> as nerds in every category, we're having a real tough time with our fandoms and our suspension of disbelief and suspension of belief. Like, I just, I feel like we're a little bit over-analytical and sometimes, and we can't just shut our brain off and join um, we're over-processed, mm -hmm. for sure. And I think, too, you're right, because, I mean, wrestling is, is a performance. Like, it's still, there's a lot that goes into it. Still, it's not what a lot of people think it is. And, and, and um, But I think that um, um, it's, how do I say it? Uh, like, in, in, a real, in a real street fight, not everything looks crisp, not everything looks clean. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just, like, that magic. If I'm watching Titanic... And um, I see the guy, you know, pouring water <laughs> into the, the ocean or something. I don't know this example. I, I, was, like, you know. I was just looking. I wish you could see my face. And I'm like, oh, the Titanic. Where are we going? And then, and then I'm like, wait, wait. wait oh my god, I want to make, want to make myself look so bad. What, what ocean was it in? Was it the Atlantic? Okay, so the ocean. It was in the real water. Um, so then I, I snap out of the movie. I'm like, damn it! I was in this love story, and I thought they were gonna die, and I'm just some man <laughs> making it look like it's. <laughs> making sure that the water levels are good so it looks like you kind of it snap and so it's not necessarily we're always wanting to come from where we want to critique like we can do it better like this is not how the perfect suplex looks like or whatever um but i think it's just like the making it a good show and mm -hmm. that magic i think mm -hmm. right with something we could agree that it's yeah like, definitely. it's it's hard to not want to give your two cents yeah. sometimes but like, i do think they were both like from a performance at least like aspect they were both really in it and selling it yeah, I think it revved up. And yeah. once it revved up... Yeah, towards yeah. the middle. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was their intention. It was just weird to see as a first match. They yeah. just yeah. generally I'm used to like, let's get the crowd on fire. And I like Aiden English's reactions yes. when I would catch them. You know what? I, oh, because I... Okay, sorry. Afraid? I wrote his freaking tights. His okay. tights yes, good. were so good. <laughs> I want a pair because they're all like sparkly yes. and stuff. I like I said this exact, literally exact same thing. I'm getting the nod from my boyfriend who's off camera because he witnessed it. I was like, I want those pants. And I also loved his top, but I didn't like the top and the pants together. It was too much different uh, different pattern to me. Dropping the ball. So think about that, Aiden English. I get you're trying to be Shakespeare, but Shakespeare knew don't pair the black on black curly fabric with the black on glitter curly fabric with the curls are different, that's all, sir. Anyway, so Ruth versus Orton. We'll write this down, don't need wrestling gear. <laughs> well, or at least we do it, just don't ask me how I feel about it. <laughs> I won't tell you, I'm asked for. Yeah, I, uh, Ruth Orton. Okay, so a thing I didn't want to see. Yeah, 100%, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love this storyline too. <gasps> well, you know what the only championship I haven't had is? That's why I want it. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, sure. Um, I thought it was the best match on the pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm not saying the match was bad. I really thought, I mean, that clothesline that we gave, it just looked like it was going to take off Randy Orton's head if Randy Orton, you know, he ducked it, mm -hmm. luckily, mm -hmm. for him. It just looked like intense. a wrestling match. Yeah, no, I mean, they were, like, intense dudes. It's not about the work. It's about my innate disinterest in Randy Orton. Correct. 
Um, That's what it is for me too. And I've never liked him. He ain't pretty. Put a bag on his head. He's pretty. <laughs> he ain't pretty in the face. It was butterface. <laughs> Wait, you still think he's pretty even with the hair plugs in? Ooh. He has hair plugs? Did you not no. notice that he suddenly has hair? You got some truths flying out. <laughs> I just, oh, too many feels, too many real strong I kept trying feels. to ignore it and could it because I'm like, why do you have young man hair on an old man body? Because, like, I don't know how <laughs> I can tell the difference. Because science. Like, I'm looking at his hair. I spent too much time staring at his hair because I'm like, how come I know that's not his hair? Like, brain, explain to me why this looks different than when an older man has that haircut. How come I can tell? And my brain had no answers for me. Uh, anyway, Orton won the title. Yeah, which, you know, I, I think I said that I didn't expect anything to, like, change hands, but that was the one yeah, that I thought would have. Like, if any of them was going to happen, it was going to be that one. Because there was no real kind of storyline. No, there really wasn't. It was really random. They didn't mm -hmm. really have a lead up. And then I guess they're going to rematch at Mania unless that's the title Cena goes for. I think it might be a three-way because Jinder came in at the end. Oh, that's right. Attacked well, uh, Orton. And then Rude was like, don't you beat up my enemy. Yes. He's mine to beat up. I'm Vegeta <laughs> and you are Frieza and I'm going to punch you. Only I will kill this man. Yeah. <laughs> and only Orton will kill the Sigma. Please Aww. stop killing, almost <laughs> killing the Singh brothers, please. Aww. I beg of you. They're too small. Yeah, I know. I'm small. <laughs> when I see them, just woo. Like, if you're going to throw oh, through a table, could you do it right? <laughs> please. <laughs> I just laughed thinking of the gif again of his face yeah, after he's he like, did. oh, damn, I killed that dude. Like, that's literally the face he made. Oh, man, I, I just burned this ball. guy. <laughs> yeah, because some other moves, I feel like they just don't take it, because that's, that's when people like wrestling. I'm like, wrestling is a show, but it's not yeah. fake. You no, have to build a callus, and you have to learn how to keep yourself safe and protect yourself. And not die. Right. So it's it's uh, so when I see the Singh brothers, I feel like I don't know. Right. I it just I, it's some of the moves. It was like one of a few, a few months ago that was it when Ginger turned on them or mm -hmm. he got mad at them. Had them on time out or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And he like took a move in. And he just, I was like, oh, <laughs> every move I said, oh, broken. Call him up. <laughs> I just wonder if they don't like. Yeah, like you said, maybe they don't protect themselves, or maybe they're not given a chance to work with those bigger superstars. So I, those superstars don't yeah. know how heavy or light they're gonna mm -hmm. be. Like mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's more what it is initially because they are they came from uh, two of five, right. so they're way lighter than I, most of the dudes that they're gonna check at any given point in time. And I think especially early on, because that's when Orton was constantly almost killing them, <laughs> uh, was just not figuring out like, hey, if you're gonna do this, you can't like do Pretend that. you're holding one of your children. Yeah, he's gonna do. fly about five <laughs> feet farther than yeah, you think he's gonna fly. Cause there's no way to fake fall. Like you feel it, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, you gotta learn how to take a bump. Yeah. And the Singh brothers are just YOLO in their way through life, I guess. <laughs> uh, so possible three-way, at least for like a rebatch, maybe not for WrestleMania. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, the most interesting thing about Rude to me right now is that Charlotte is kayfabe in love with him. Yes. I'm into it. I'm really into the Robe Warriors. She's like, that's my man. I'm like, oh. Hashtag Robe Warriors for life. That's cute. Um, the Usos of New Day had a batch, so... We've seen them have a lot of matches, so it's very easy to be like, oh, I'm so tired of seeing this. But it's kind of undeniable that they put on good matches with each other. Um, they have really great chemistry, right? They were doing each other's moves this whole time, which mm -hmm. was kind of cute. I probably shouldn't find that cute, right? I should be like, oh, this is awesome. But I'm like, oh, this is adorable. 
adorable. Oh, it's, it's like, like a light. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I really enjoyed, by the way, Biggie's promo before, mm-hmm. where he kind of popped the fuck off. Yeah. And it was like, e- Biggie really has everything to be a singles competitor. And I'm really hoping they, they finally pull the trigger on that at some point. Um, because he's got, he can do promos, he's a big guy, you know, he's charismatic, weird as hell. He's got mm-hmm. nipples. Got no. nipples for days. <laughs> um, so anyway, this match ended, surprise, oh. in a no contest. Because the Bludgeon Brothers came out and bludgeoned them. Yeah. By the way, this is one of three times where I thought somebody was going to kiss. It was the Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers with each other. Because there was a part where uh, uh, one slapped the other, and I was like, I'm going to kiss now. Wait, was, the, was the other one rude in Orton's match? Because he also said kiss. If it was oh, that it wasn't one. that one, but that was one. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was uh, well, we'll get to it the other it's two times. But yeah, there's, there's about three times. So the Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. thought they were going to kiss. Thought they were going to kiss, and it was when Luke slapped uh, the other guy. Uh, and... I really thought, I was like, like, because they're standing over somebody that they just, oh, they're standing over the Usos, and then he slaps him. I was like, is this some, like, Gomez Morticia stuff <laughs> happening right now? And are you going to kiss? Because that would be amazing. Of course, I'm not going to, but that would be, that would be a great, like, haha, surprise. Surprise. You know, part of the. We've been telling you we'll have a gay storyline. We finally did it. <laughs> the, the most unexpected gays. Oh, it would be wonderful mm-hmm. if they did. So yeah, they basically just destroyed. Oh, second time I thought I just watched this man die. Oh, Xavier. Yeah, he got a slam down into the steel stairs. He has a spinal contusion, which I think means Bruce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fancy way to say Bruce. Five dollar way to say Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, the Usos got thrown all outside. People were just left and right, just dying, just murderation. Hateration in this dancery. It was a hundred percent hateration in this dancery. Yeah, it was uh, pretty intense to watch, and then. <laughs> They like the cameras kept going back to it for like yes. a very long time, so it was just awkward because you're busy feeling sorry for these people for an extended amount of time. And then it cuts to Renee, and she's like, "Hey, AJ Styles," <laughs> and then it cuts back to them being wheeled out. And the, the announcer's like, "By the way, we just all, we just witnessed these the, the attempted murder of six wrestlers. Uh, give us a second here, and we'll let, we'll show you. We'll run it down." Um, no transition. I hate those pre-match interviews, by the way. Now they're just doing like a Raw Smack, like right before you have a match. Mm-hmm. Let me focus and kill my opponent first. first. Let, Let me just me. tell you how I feel. Right. <laughs> I don't know why that's bugging me so much. <laughs> it's the little things. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good, intense match and it ended all crazy. And so I guess it's going to be some sort of three-way something. Um, it's nice to have somebody scary in the tag team division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were doing a good job originally with the Wyatt family, and then they were almost going to do a good job with uh, Gallows and Anderson, but they kept messing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they'll finally get it right with the Bludgeon Brothers. Here's hoping. Uh, then we had a women's match that was not all of the women in the same match. Wow, you did it! Uh, Becky and Naomi versus Carmella and Natalia. Now, I have to reiterate for about the 18th time, I hate Carmella, but goddamn if I don't want her clothes. Damn it. It was so cute. Super cute. Her nipple fell out. Oh, oh, it did. I yeah, did I not see that. that. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I said too. Oh, is that why it kind of got a little wonky in the middle? Maybe. My curve rate on you. How did I not see it? Apparently, Oscar's nipple had come out earlier too. I learned that searching for Carmela's nipple. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I found it. I found them both, and I've seen two nipples today. So I think today was a good day, despite mm-hmm. everything that went wrong. Not like matching, just like no, just separately. Right? I didn't see two nipples on the same no, body. Not a pair. Just uh. <laughs> just uh and uh. I like. I know Carmella is not like it. 
she you know, she's not an indie, you know, but mm -hmm. I like her, I like hearing her talk. She's one of a few people that I can tolerate on the mic. Interesting. And has at least, you know, a gimmick. She does. So. Definitely she does. I like that she's like yells and I can hear her. Constantly. Yes. I, I actually do like, like you said, it's yeah. definitely her character. I just, oh, she just drives me crazy. Um, in a good way though, like yes. in the way a heel should drive me crazy. Exactly. That's the way I dislike her. Mm -hmm. um, and then Natalia, like we said, she came out with a, just every time, every pay-per-view, I feel like an extra poof gets added to her poofs. Um, she looked wonderful in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, I'm all about her bodysuits. You know what's I like her over here is Did you notice that every woman in this match uh, was covering her midriff? Yes. I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate Becky's new gear. Oh, the fire one? Becky, why? Listen, if it had maybe been like a normal top to it, but the fact that it had like a collar, it was, it was bother me. The pro my, my problem And then was, the print. It was the, yes, it was the graphic. <laughs> I didn't mind the thing. And it's like, I think, it literally looked like if I was trying to make an outfit. I've seen that print. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've I'm seen that print on the Cayones, okay? It's me and the alleys in downtown LA. Right. I've seen that print. That's what I'm saying. It was like she got a pattern book and went down mm -hmm. to downtown and bought a print and yep. made it herself. And listen, girl, that's fine. More power to you. But you do that every time and they're almost always ugly. But this she just needs to come out on fire. Just come out just, on fire. Just on fire. Don't use <laughs> on though. fire. And that's how you beat the person. You she had to burn them down. She had a cute. She had cute gear like once in the years that I've been watching her. Um, and you know what? It's fine. She's a great wrestler. She, she doesn't need to appeal to me. Nope. Um, and it was a good match to me, in my opinion. I yeah. enjoyed it. I felt like everyone got their chances to shine and look strong. Mm -hmm. um, there was a distraction with a briefcase by Natalia, and then Carmella was able to hit a really strong looking kick and take the win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was slightly surprised that. Me but too, me too, yeah. I think we're, I feel like she's going to try and cash in at Mania when Oscar wins. Oh, And going to great. get destroyed. And that's like the thing that I'm feeling. I feel like or she might try to cash in when the new person wins for Money in the Bank. Mm. And make, I'm kind of feeling that. Mm. My spidey senses. Yeah, I'm really. I really don't know what the plan is with that. They keep reminding us that the she case exists. Yeah, so. I just, I, I would just take such delight if she did not succeed. I don't know why. Like how Baron Corbin. Like how I'm never gonna not like that. <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, uh, he tried. Like on your deathbed. What are your last? I know. What are your last oh, words? Uh, <laughs> Baron Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> he cashed it in and lost. I like the white money in the bank briefcase though. I like that it's white. It's very pretty. Nice. Oh yes, good. Um, <clears throat> so then we had like a shit ton of people in the ring. Uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, wait, was it Charlotte before that? Yes, yes. my bad, my bad. Yeah. Um, so Charlotte versus uh, Ruby Riot. Mm -hmm. Ruby came out without her squad. So I was like, oh, she's taking it seriously. I really enjoyed the juxtaposition of their looks as yes. well. You know, Charlotte came out with yes. the white and the blue and the blonde hair, and Ruby's like dark and dark makeup. Uh, I thought that was cool. And uh, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, it was a good match. I do sometimes wonder why the Riot Squad isn't her, Stanley, and Becky, since they all have Scott music. But, you know, that's just a whole other thing. Okay, so that was something that threw me off. Yeah. So the Riot Squad thing plays, and the, it's like Lisa Frank all over the screen, mm -hmm. and it's kind of punkish kind of music. Mm -hmm. Okay, anti-establishment. So why is like Liv Morgan 
and Sarah Logan part of your anti-establishment? Yeah. Like, it didn't match to me. The idea, the presentation, and then who it is. I, I, I get Sarah Logan. It's Liv. That's the one that doesn't make she's sense. She's the biggest. Because the, cause the promos that she's cutting is like, oh, you're so perfect with your blondes, you know, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, did you? Like, have you met Liv Morgan? She's literally an Instagram yeah. model. Have you literally looked <laughs> to your right? Because... She's like you. So she she probably didn't agree with you about that. She, she is bleach blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird to me. So anyway, the Riot Squad ended up coming out later. And then, yay, I love when this happened. Then Charlotte's crew came out. Naomi and Becky were like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's keep it clean. Yep. And then the Riot Squad ended up tricking them. Really good. Yeah. 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 It was great. Got them thrown out. Now, this is where I had more of a problem. They were, uh, the Riot Squad was messing with... Um, Charlotte in the corner while the referee's back was turned. Mm-hmm. When the referee turned around, to me, it looked like they were nowhere near her. Yes. Okay, it wasn't just me. No, it was, um, it was, it was bad timing. Yes, I think the ref was supposed to turn earlier. Yeah. Okay. Or they should have supposed to be there longer. Because the referee turns around and they're not there, but the referee still threw them out. Yeah. And so that felt really weird. But it was still fine. Yeah, it ended up being fine. And um, Charlotte ended up winning. Mm-hmm. She put her into her figure eight, and uh, Ruby tapped immediately. She yeah. didn't even she last. Like, no, the figure eight hurts. That's why. <laughs> yes. No, 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 Fun fact: Figure fours, figure eights. No, the mm-hmm. ouch factor is like it's the reason very few people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I kind of feel overall that the story they were telling with the Riot Squad. I hope it's. This is weird to say. I hope it's done now mm-hmm. because. It was sloppily done from the get-go. It was just a copy of what Paige was doing. These three wrestlers didn't really fit together. And they also were never... I don't feel that they were ever given their chance to be strong or dominant. Like, if you're going to bring in a stable, that stable should be kicking everybody's ass. Or that stable should be the underdog that we're going to root for is getting their ass kicked, but are scrapping. But it was neither of those. It was assholes who were getting their asses kicked. I think part of the problem is that the roster is not big enough for it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has a certain level that they have to maintain. Mm-hmm. And then when you bring in the new people, like, yeah, they're going to get some wins at the top, but they're not you're enough. There's not enough mid-card and bottom card. Yes, for them to really build that up, because, like, who are they? They're not going to roll over Naomi every week. Right. You know, they're she's not going to be down with Natalia. She's a champion. Right. Um, so they just don't have enough. They don't have enough of, of the, 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 the roster to be able to really, like, because the Bludgeon Brothers, when you think about that, like, they didn't wrestle, like, anybody basically this entire time. You know, like, they, don't, they, right. they had to wrestle like people from, from yeah. uh, like the way they built Raw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were just squashing dudes right. for like five months mm-hmm. before they didn't touch anybody on the roster. So, but we don't, they just don't have that. Right. We need more burner girls. Or just, just more. Hey, this would be a great time for you to spin <laughs> off to that old women's show. So you just have everybody in just there. You can have it. your proper stables. Especially so I can stop watching Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> I just want to watch women wrestle. Um, Asuka came out at the end looking hella sexy as mm-hmm. usual, and then without saying any words, because she can't speak English, I don't know, yeah. uh, she just smiles really big at Charlotte, points to WrestleMania, and wiggles at her, mm-hmm. just does a little wiggle, and then Charlotte grins back, and it's like, oh, I have figured out my context clues yes. that Asuka has chosen Charlotte to challenge. <laughs> At WrestleMania. This was the other time that I thought someone was going to kiss because oh, when they first came up to each other, they're just like, like breathing all hard. And they're like, and like, Asuka's kind of doing it and Charlotte does a little, but then Asuka's still doing it, so Charlotte does it some more. And I was like, are you guys going to kiss? Again, and so they're just time. like, I, okay, I always think about that and, and <laughs> I, 
when I'm nervous, I laugh. I'm scared. I laugh. I'm happy. I laugh. <laughs> I just like I just you know I don't want wrinkles. I try to be happy. You know I don't want <laughs> those frown wrinkles. <laughs> so I, but I always think of Triple H and his stare offs and how he's always just. So close. so close, and I mean, you could like do something really mean to me, and I'm legit mad at you. Wait, I might laugh. <laughs> like if someone is here, like what? just right in front of you, like if I was Charlotte, I would have already laughed <laughs> at, at Oscar. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you working on as a wrestler? Just Not laughing on face-offs. Yes, mm-hmm. that is That's the key um, to success. There, there's take you seriously. Yes. <laughs> There's somebody uh, in training who doesn't notice, but he smiles almost the entire time he's wrestling. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know that you're smiling? You just got punched. Is it like with teeth or like? Yeah, with teeth. Just oh. like, this is his facial expression. I'm like, oh my god. Do you know that you're doing that? Wipe that smile off his face. I'm not wrestling him where I would. Um, anyway, uh, finally to wrap it up because we are going a little long. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena. After members, everybody first day. Barry Corbin and AJ Styles. Mass carnage. It was good. It was a good match. Uh, and then uh, Shane was out there to interfere some. But only he got super kicked on accident. <laughs> Kevin Owens first. Of course, because like it's my accident. Because like the whole point of him being there was to get super kicked, basically. Like, yeah, I was like, why wasn't he sitting down safely behind the table? Yeah, no, why? Go sit next to the Spanish announcers. They know what's up. They couldn't even get the commissioner the nice chair. They got him like the regular. Yeah, chair. Like the ring announcer chair. gets that nice cushy chair with yeah, the back. He just got the regular party rental chair. Yeah. What the heck? This is all we could afford. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there were some like shenanigans, and then like. Kevin looked like he was gonna win, and Sammy looked like he was gonna win, and then they broke, he pulled, he broke the pin from each of them. Yeah, so they so he messed it up for both of them, which probably means there's gonna be a three way with Shane and the two of them at WrestleMania because I don't see why else you would do that right now. Um, what else happened? Uh, so I I can't contribute very well to this because I wasn't feeling super well last night and I fell asleep during this match. <laughs> I fell asleep uh, maybe a few minutes before the ending. Mm. I do know that AJ won. Yes. AJ uh, pinned Kevin Owens. Out of Owens. nowhere. Just yeah, he's not. Yeah, he got that forearm out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And no one said from out of nowhere, even though motherfucking Orton be throwing them shits from clearly, clearly. to the left or the right, but clearly. y'all say out of nowhere. Okay, it's, it's out of nowhere. I'm like, no, no. That, no, no, we all real. saw it. it. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. You see <laughs> him. He's not John Cena. He's visible. He's right there. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, AJ got put through a table. He got attitude adjusted through a table. And he was out for a long time, so there was a bunch of carnage. Baron Corbin to pick up the stairs, was hitting motherfuckers with it. Except, this is the most gentle hitting of people with some... And I, you know what? Good on you, Baron Corbin, for not trying to actually bust some people up with those. Because I've seen some people throw that, that shit with just this. wild. Just wilding out with this heavy-ass metal thing. Like, what are you doing? Like, just calm, calm down. Yes. So he just was like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Gentle boops. Well, that's how I feel about Braun. Braun, you know, for a big guy, is incredibly safe looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, do you feel that the match lived up to the hype? I I thought it was way better than I was expecting it to be. Cause like having that yeah. many dudes in the ring is always hard. Like it's like main. Like, it's like Rumble. Like there's just big parts of it where you're just like, what are you doing? But this was actually really well like trapped. Yeah, I didn't know what I actually expected from it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean they had a good. Um, I like that John Cena kind of just showed how much he wanted this, that that's the storyline. He's mm-hmm. trying to get a role to WrestleMania, just kind of beat everybody up. They all, karma got him, they all got on him after. So I, I kind of I like that. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, 
I, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I don't, but honestly, I don't even. I don't know what I expected. Not that I it was great talent. I'm like I had no expectations. Right. I don't know what I I expected because it was just kind of. I definitely thought it would be messier, like to what yeah. I said with the rumble. But I think <clears throat> the parts of it that I saw, mm-hmm. they did a very good job of uh, keeping it believable. Why things were happening, what they were happening, and, and keeping it moving. And what about this? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and you yes. got to talk about that. that he, he said, yeah, he, he kept his word. And do you think that Sami would have let him do it if Kevin didn't not trust him and try to grab him? Do you think he would have let him win? Well, what I think is, well, and there's a coin toss because there's two ways a big story to go, but what I think is going on is that Sami is setting Kevin up for the betrayal that he gave two different people. And it hasn't like super happy like it's happening in small ways because it's like at least this this way you can explain it away and be like no we're still friends yet I, I laid down and then you're gonna pick me up but then i like you know I, it's my instincts oh he could have said yeah i betrayed you on the show because there was no title and i wanted the other opponents to think we weren't working together yeah exactly there's something. ways that you can maneuver out of it um and i but i do think mm-hmm. i think it would be a nice turn if sammy was the one who Betrayal. Take this karma. Yes. <laughs> Betrayal. He has a big chair and there's like a sign that says karma. Exactly. <laughs> or he picks up karma, you know, oh, no, Hong Kong. Sure. Just, <laughs> I guess somebody wanted to talk her. to you and it's just karma. She's like, what up, bitch? <laughs> and then she just knocks it down. Uh, I would love to see a karma versus Kevin Owens match. Is that wrong with me? No. Oh, That's man. perfectly right. I never thought about it for this moment. All right, guys, we got to wrap it up. I hope you all enjoyed hearing from Zeta because I always love having her on the show. Uh, put yourself over. Is there anywhere people should go to follow you on like Twitter or Instagram? Yes, I am the underscore Zeta, Z-A-I-D-A um, underscore. Same for Twitter and Instagram. I am there. Awesome. Candy girl, Zeta. Candy girl. And be sure if you are in local to the area, please treat yourself. Treat yourself. watch some of the matches. Thank you. Live wrestling. Tomorrow, put yourself over. You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Misfits Tomorrow. And I'm Sarah the Rebel. I don't have a hefty sigh at the end of me telling you that because I love myself. <laughs> Tomorrow, God, go find me. I'm bigger uh, person, though. I'm big. <laughs> yes, she's not five feet zero, as she said repeatedly. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I kind of kind of gave that away. Huh? Damn, I'm 190 pounds. Of muscle. Of muscle. Pure, unadulterated muscle. I was going to say pure adrenaline, and I was like, that's not the word. So thank you for knowing it was unadulterated. Pure adrenaline muscle. It's full of adrenalines. Anyway, guys, we've had a great time seeing you, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye! Bye.